Well, hello, everyone out there in Bronco land, Broncos country. What a couple of weeks it's been for the Denver Broncos and John Elway. Uh, welcome to Clissa's uh, Mic Drop as we give you the uh, off-season edition. I'll try that again. Clissa's Mic Drop. How about that? Had it during the regular season. This is our second off-season podcast, and it comes to you after a busy free agent period for John Elway. He signed six new players. Uh, let's see, uh, or at least he acquired six new players. First, cornerback A.J. Boye was acquired in a trade for a fourth-round draft pick for Jacksonville. He's going to make $13.5 million this year. He signs Graham Glasgow, right guard from Detroit. He's going to make $15 million this year, second-highest-paid Bronco in 2020, if there is a 2020. Let's hope there is. Um, but... Uh, only Vaughn Miller at $18 million is going to draw more cash than Graham Glasgow will this year, their new right guard. He also acquired in a trade Jarrell Casey from Tennessee for a token seventh-round pick. Uh, Casey will make uh, close, just a tick shy of, uh, of $12 million. Then Melvin Gordon, the biggest uh, uh, question Questionable uh, acquisition, I think, for Elway in this offseason. Melvin Gordon, two years, $16 million. The reason why he was questionable is the Broncos already had a pretty good running back, Phillip Lindsay, coming off back-to-back offseason, back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons in his first two. So um, uh, those are the top four. We talked to Philip Lindsay, going to talk to him during this podcast. I think you will uh, I think you will enjoy our conversation that I had uh, with Philip Lindsay on Monday afternoon. Uh, then the Broncos uh, also signed Nick Vanette. Looks like he'll be taking over Jeff Hireman's spot as that 1B tight end to Noah Fant. And then punter Sam Martin gets a three-year deal. He's going to be making $3 million this year. Uh, Nick Vanette's going to be making $3 million this year also. So, uh, And then the Broncos re-signed Shelby Harris. Talked to Shelby Harris over the weekend. You'll hear that interview. And then uh, also Derek uh, Wolf left along with several other Broncos. Connor McGovern left for the New York Jets. Will Parks left uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Chris Harris left for the uh, uh, Los Angeles Chargers. And Derek Wolf leaves uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. You'll hear from Derek Wolf later on in this podcast also. So uh, probably the, the busiest jam-packed uh, interview, Bronco interview-filled podcast uh, we've had yet since we've started Clissa's mic drop uh, going back to week one of the 2019 regular season. Uh, do think uh, also the Broncos uh, uh, franchise tag Justin Simmons so he's coming back right now his tag salary is about 11.5 million. Uh, the Broncos have to work out a long-term deal with him and uh, uh, they also brought back Mike Purcell, restricted free agent on a second-round tender that pays 3.259. Elijah Wilkinson, a swing tackle, 3.259. He got the same second-round tackle or, or tender. So very, very busy two weeks for the Broncos. They're much better. Uh, really now, uh, Elway, Russell, Fangio, and company uh, concentrating on the draft. They're looking for a speedy receiver, another cornerback, an inside linebacker, 
Um, those are uh, and those are some of the the top needs uh, that the team has uh, has left right. They're also an offensive tackle if they want to uh, really push. Um, if they really want to push uh, Garrett Bowles for at that left tackle position for Drew Locke in 2020. A very questionable decision, I guess, or signing or transaction that the Broncos made in the last two weeks was Melvin Gordon. I think it was because uh, Pat Shermer wants more of a, a pass-catching, all-around type uh, running back uh, in his backfield. He's uh, used a bell cow in the past. And I think he wants to do so again. Melvin Gordon at 215, more uh, that type of uh, running back than Philip Lindsay. How do they use Philip Lindsay? I talked to Lindsay. I talked to him about uh, did he initially, after he heard about the Gordon signing, did he say, uh, I'd like a trade? Did he say, uh, uh, by the way, the answer to that is no. Uh, Lindsay is not giving up uh, his uh, starting position to Melvin Gordon. Somebody else might take it from him. But it's not going to be because Gordon or, or because Lindsey gives it up. And um, Lindsey, I think the uh, the other point he made was that he is going to uh, he considers Melvin uh, a teammate, not an enemy. So we talked about the contract that he might have. He has a baby boy on the way. He had the wrist surgery that he's uh, recovering from. There's so much going on with Philip Lindsay. And so listen to the interview I had with him on Monday. I think you'll enjoy it. And we'll be back on the other side. And was your initial reaction like uh, confusion, anger, and then after a while, you know, you settled down and took it for what it is? Nah, my my initial reaction is at the end of the day, I gotta produce. Okay. So that I can put put food on the table for my family. Okay. I can't worry about everything that's going on, honestly. Right. Uh, you know he's gonna do his part, and I'm gonna do my part. You right. know, and go from there. At the end of the day, I don't need 20 carries to to make 100 yards. Mm-hmm. So I never had. I don't even think I've had over 20 carries. So right. I, I I all I need is a couple opportunities, and that's it. No, uh, uh, no trade demand, nothing like that. You didn't do anything like that. Nah, yeah. if you're hearing all that stuff, I don't know who, where, where you're getting that from. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> nah, uh, yeah. nothing like that going on. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure if there was, you would have been first to hear yeah. about it and everything. Yeah. Yeah, your your agent had a nice. Uh, 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 I did hear your agent and Elway had a nice talk, kind of a, just to kind of clarify uh, where your role is. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know what, what my agent does. I mean, he, he's representing me. He yeah. wants the best for me. Right. And you know, at the end of the day, he has to you know get to the bottom of certain things to know where where I stand with things. Right. You know? And go go from there. You know, I, I, like like you said, this is out of my my hands, out of my control. Right. So I, all I do is just work work my butt off and mm. get ready for the season yeah. and make plays, be a yeah. playmaker, like I always have been. Right, right. How about the financial component, the uh, adjustment? There was some talk, you know, after back to back thousand yard seasons, 
uh, that you deserve a little pay increase. Um, are you still are you still hoping for that? Where's your mind on that? I mean, definitely. I mean, I I, I feel like you know, mm. you know, I, I've outplayed my contract and I deserve to take care of my family too. But mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I'm under contract still. So yeah. for me, my mindset is I play out my contract thing. Like yeah. the fact is like. There, nothing has to be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody has to do. You know, you can't make anybody do something they don't want to do. Right. And so for me, it's just like I, I, I put pen to paper. I'll be here. I didn't know I'd be like I didn't know how the contract worked, but I put pen to paper for how many years I'm here, and I'm gonna play 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 my contract and uh, go from there. But uh, uh, yeah, I love the game of football and I love being out there. And to me, you know, I never looked at it as money. Money's gonna come when it comes. You know, but. You know, I, like I have been, I, I would say top for sure, top five, my top five running back last year or year before, and top fifteen this year. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm I feel like I am out playing my contract, but at the end of the day, I'll continue to play the contract they give me. You know, and go on with it. Right. How's up? How's the wrist? Uh, do you think it feels better? Uh, you know, the second time, uh, getting a little yeah, procedure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, wrist feels good. By the time we, we start playing, if we even have a season this year, yeah, I'll uh, I'll be ready. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready now. Uh, now, just honestly, just staying in shape and and like I said, I have, I have a, a baby boy on the way, so that's my my main focus right now. Oh, you do a baby boy yeah. on the way. To tell me, yep. tell me what's going on there. Uh, got a oh, name? Yeah. When did he? He's doing May. Okay. So okay. He's, uh, right now, he's the biggest biggest uh part of my life okay uh, so that's 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 honestly what i'm focusing on so everything okay. else you know it is what it is i can't control anybody giving me money or anything like that okay but i'll be there when it's time to play football i'll be there and this is uh you, you didn't get married this is your longtime girlfriend yeah okay. yeah I, I haven't i haven't popped the question yet so okay i'm sure it's coming okay i got you um, now can I say her name or would she want her name, a name out there? Uh, I don't think she'll want her name put oh, in there. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, but then, uh, yeah, you talked about it. This is the last thing, just the, uh, coronavirus. Uh-huh. I guess there's, uh, there's bigger issues in the world than, uh, than the, even the Denver Broncos, you know, is, is as important as the Broncos are, uh, like you said, even if there is a season, I mean, you, you don't know what's going to happen right now. Exactly. We don't. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't, you know, people are dying, you know, you're trying not to get sick. For me, I'm mm-hmm. about to bring a new new life into the world. Mm-hmm. That immune system isn't going to be as strong, so I got to make sure I protect him. So it's just a lot of stuff going on. And, you know, like I said, it goes, goes to show you that, you know, you know, football is your job and everything else, but you still have a, you know, you still have your other life that you have to live. When football's going on, I'll be ready for football. But until then, I'm gonna just continue to work out and stuff like that, and put my priorities first, and that's my 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 son on the way. Gotcha. That's good. Where uh, where are you at now, Philip? Where am I? Uh, you at home or? Yeah, I'm at home. Okay. I'm at home, man. Quarantine in the house. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, did you move out of the folks' house yet? I know. Yeah, I asked... yeah. I've been, I've been, I've been moved out probably, uh, probably about six, seven months ago. Okay. We're at an apartment. Yeah. No, I got a house. Oh, okay. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, I got a house and everything. So yeah, we're doing stuff the right way. I got you. Good. Well, let's see if uh, uh, you know your agent and Mr. Elway can uh, 
figure out on a little adjustment, right? For uh, yeah, I mean that would be that would be uh, mm-hmm. that would would help my family out a lot, you know, and, yeah. and make things a lot smoother for me. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm you know I'm not going to sit here and and uh, wait on mm-hmm. something that if it's not going to come, I'm just going to go out there and continue to make plays. And when it's my turn, it's going to be my turn to go get my money. Okay, hope you enjoyed that uh, interview with Philip Lindsay. He's something, isn't he? That guy's got some fire in him. He's only like five seven and a quarter, about 180, 185 pounds. But, uh, boy, he's got the uh, chip of a boulder on his shoulder, and uh, he's got a heart that's uh, about three times the size of most, of uh, any other athlete that's uh, bigger than him. And and he made a great point. And one quote that I like that he say is, uh, Things usually don't pan out the way people want them to pan out. And uh, that's so true at the running back position. Lindsey, it's kind of ironic. Lindsey has a greater durability record so far than Melvin Gordon does. So we'll we'll have to see how that plays out. I think Melvin Gordon's uh, going to be a nice addition uh, to the Broncos. uh, But there has to be room somewhere, somehow, for – Philip Lindsay, another guy that I talked to uh, over the weekend, Shelby Harris. And I know some people, we had said all along that Derek Wolf and Shelby Harris unlikely for either one to return unless their market collapsed. Well, both their market collapsed and the one that the Broncos picked that they were more interested in bringing back was Shelby Harris. And uh, keep in mind, the Broncos are going to let both of them go. They just didn't have a market as they got out there. Uh, we talked to Shelby Harris about why he didn't have a market. Um, he thought the coronavirus uh, was a factor. But here's a guy who's going to play at 29 years old this year. He's coming off three straight seasons for the Broncos. He was a late bloomer, by the way. He was cut six times uh, in his first couple of years by three different teams, Cowboys, Jets, and the Oakland Raiders, and uh, just couldn't catch on. Finally caught fire. Uh, with the Denver Broncos. I think it was three times that uh, 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 three years that Shelby Harris couldn't catch on. Finally caught on with the Broncos and in his three years in Denver, starting with that block field goal that won the opener in 2017, Shelby Harris has not missed a game, 48 straight in his three years. So he made a little more sense for the Broncos with this. He's a, a, a year or so younger than Derek Wolf. Uh, he's been less battered on the body. Wolf has missed some games with injuries. And um, plus Shelby has that knack of uh, kind of a big play knack, uh, you know, knocking down the passes, getting to the quarterback. So Shelby Harris uh, is back uh, for the Broncos along the defensive front. It will be interesting to see how the Broncos use him along with uh, newcomer Jarrell Casey, along with returning Mike Purcell and Draymond Jones. So those are the top four along the defensive line. The Broncos will probably draft another one. You still have Demarcus Walker for a fourth season, uh, former second-round uh, draft pick. See if he comes on as the uh, number five uh, Broncos defensive lineman. So uh, we talked with Shelby Harris, and uh, I think you'll enjoy this interview on uh, that, that I had with Shelby on Saturday a few hours, about 12 hours after he agreed to a year 
a $2.5 million contract with the Broncos, chance to make another $750,000 for for, uh, per game bonus uh, that he plays with the Broncos. One-year deal. So listen now to uh, our interview with Shelby Harris. So what was the process like for you? It, it, uh, I'm, I'm gathering uh, the suspicion is that it was frustrating and disappointing, but in the end you got a job, and how, how are you looking at it? Man, honestly, it's just, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, my first pregnancy. It was, you know, interesting just to go through it, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I came up with a job, and, yeah, I'm excited to come back and, you know, another year with in the same defense. You know, I really feel like that meant a lot to, lot to me. And, and I, I think it really went into my choice of coming back was just the group of guys that we have and the new additions that they made. I feel like uh, Denver's on his way up. Did you, um, you know, as the offers, I heard you had a lot of one-year offers. Is that correct? Yeah. And, well, after, you know, the numbers weren't what we were wanted. I just, uh, you know, I felt like just doing another one year, prove it to prove I can go do it again would be the best, the best thing, and then be able to, you know, hit the market again next year or re up again with the Broncos, you know, throughout the year. You know, it's just uh, I felt like, you know, just uh, another chance to go prove myself. Um. I heard that. Did you reach out to Elway or the Broncos and let him know you'd like to come back? Because from what I understand, you know they were gonna they were gonna let you you know go and get what you could out there in the market. Did you kind of reach out to them and say, "Hey, um, in light of what's happening here, I'd like to I'd like to try to work something out to stay put for your family and you know other reasons." Um, I'm not necessarily sure exactly how it went down, because obviously I'm not the one who's making the calls, but, uh, when I was told that they'd be okay working for one year deal, you know, that definitely, uh, shot up a little bit, you know, just my family's here, and, you know, we've just, we've been living here for three years, it's just, uh, you know, it's a comfortable fit, but also just to be able to, you know play in big system one more year mm-hmm. and I definitely was just like a good feeling to you know get some type of you know just my whole career I feel like even in Denver well, I, my first two years I got to play under Vance and now I want to do it's just it, that second year is always the better year so I just felt like I, I wanted to stay in the same system um why do you think you didn't get uh, a bigger market I know when you, you changed agents to Drew uh, you were hoping for, you know, you, you don't go to Drew Rosen, or Rosenhaus without the thought of uh, getting a pretty big deal that would set you up for a lifetime. Why do you think that didn't quite happen this time? Man, I have no clue. I think uh, just uh, with this whole coronavirus thing and not being able to take visits and not being able to, uh, you know, actually go talk to these guys, uh, you know, you could uh, make a... You know, you make an assumption that I kind of had something to do with it. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. And, you know, I'm excited to come back to Denver. Um, can you just explain uh, this, uh, just about the agent switches you made here in the last 
three or four months and what went through all of that? Um, you know, I just felt, you know, when I went to Drew, I just, you know, everything was fine. I just felt, it's nothing really, it's nothing against Drew. I just felt that, um, you know, just with the situation, how the situation was going, I just wanted to change representation and, and you know, uh, go with somebody that had a couple less clients and that's why I liked uh, Ryan Williams for Athletes First. It was just, uh, you know, I feel like it was just a good fit and, you know, Drew did, uh, it's not like Drew didn't do everything he could, Drew did everything he could, but I just, um, I liked, I just felt it was time for a switch. Um, you and Derek kind of stayed in touch, worked out together, I understand, d- during the whole process, uh, during the two weeks of free agency. Uh, what was that like as you were both going through this together? Man, you know, it was it was frustrating, but at the end of the day, it was, just, it was encouraging just for us because no matter what, we were just, every day we were going in there working our asses off and just, uh, you know, just putting in the work to be great next season wherever we were going to be. And so, and that's honestly all you can do. You can't control what teams want you. You can't control what they offer. But you know what you can control is going in there and putting in the work. Gotcha. So, all in all, you're uh, you're still a Bronco, and you're, uh, you, you know, you, you, you can dwell on what wasn't, or you can uh, look forward to what is about to happen. And it sounds like, you know, you... You've always had a pretty positive outlook on things, and you're ready to roll with the Broncos. Yeah, man. You know, I really feel like we can make a run, you know, with Drew going into his second year and, you know, just the defense adding pieces. And and still, we still got the drives. I feel like the Broncos had a very good free agency. And, you know, with the draft coming up now, they can just add. They don't, they don't you know, they need to add pieces that are going to help the team. Do you know um, – I assume you'll play that same right defensive end position as what you're kind of looking at for, you know, after they signed Jarrell Casey up front. You lose Derek, you lose Gotsis, but Mike Purcell's back and Adam Gotsis. Is that kind of what you're looking at? Yeah, you know, pretty much I'm just looking at, you know, the same role as last year and just going. Honestly, for me, it's always, always trying to play with a chip on my shoulder and just go out there and try to prove everybody wrong. And I'm just, I'm ready to go do that again. Hi, welcome back, everybody, to uh, Cliss's Mic Drop, uh, the podcast that we had every week during the regular season and occasionally uh, during the off season. Uh, uh, this is a, this is a big one. You heard from Philip Lindsay. You just heard from Shelby Harris and uh, everything he went through before he finally uh, came back to the Broncos on a one-year deal. Welcome back, Shelby Harris. Uh, welcome uh, welcome back, Philip Lindsay. You know, staying put. Um, uh, uh, Philip, uh, defiant, but also philosophical and has a good perspective on everything. You know, uh, the one thing we got to wonder about here now, uh, Bronco fans, is if there is going to be a season in 2020, the reality of that is starting to set in that there may not be um, as this uh, coronavirus continues to spread and continue to be such a fatal um, 
uh, a fatal virus for uh, so many Americans. And uh, when is it safe to return? That's the question. At this point, it's almost certain there will be no off-season, no OTAs, uh, still holding out hope that they can start training camp in late July. It would be an interesting training camp for the Broncos because they have so many new players and they got to figure out how uh, that uh, how Philip Lindsay and um, how Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon are going to coexist at running back. So uh, you heard from Shelby, you heard from Philip Lindsay, and now we caught up with one guy who left, a popular Bronco player, Derek Wolf. Had a nice interview with him after he signed a one-year, three million dollar deal with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the Houston Texans were also in there, but the Ravens offered a little bit more money. The Ravens also had $3 million in, absent, uh, in incentives. And uh, from what I understand, they're obtainable. They're based on uh, playtime percentage. And of course, coaches and GMs have a way of manipulating that. And also uh, uh, sacks. You know, six sacks and 50% uh, playtime percentage. And Derek Wolf can uh, can meet a lot of the uh, uh, incentive thresholds, from what I understand. We talked to Derek. Derek kind of understood. I think Elway and, and the Broncos wanted to continue to move away from their Super Bowl 50 team as far as, you know, Harris and, and Wolf are, are, are good leaders, good vocal leaders. They're smart football players. Uh, they play hard. They practice hard. Uh, if you practice hard, you're a good leader and, and, and you're a good player in my estimation. But, uh, but I think there is a, uh, when we won the Super Bowl and the Broncos have moved on from the Super Bowl, they've had to, it's not the same team. Vance Joseph, I think had, uh, uh struggled a little bit, um, in trying to get people to buy into his culture, uh, when so many uh, leftover players were still attached to the way things were done in the Super Bowl 50 season of 2015. So the Broncos, Elway moved on from Derek Wolf, moved on uh, from Chris Harris. Uh, now the only remaining players from that team are Todd Davis, who was a backup on that team. He was a special teamer. Uh, Brandon McManus, the place kicker. And Vaughn Miller, really the only uh, big player, uh, big starter from the 2015 team who was still back as the Broncos starter in 2020. So we talked about Der uh, to Derek Wolf about uh, his time with the Broncos, about his new team with the Baltimore Ravens. Boy, uh, what a nice team he's uh, uh, going to with Lamar Jackson. Uh, the Ravens and the Chiefs have to be the co-favorites to win the Super Bowl uh, in 2020. Um, you know, again, providing somehow, some way this virus uh, subsides or abates and they do have a season in 2020. But Derek Wolf, classy to the end. Listen to his comments. He was very grateful. Talked about how he became a man in the city of Denver. So very appreciative of his eight years here. And uh, I think you'll enjoy the conversation you had with the always interesting, uh, always outspoken uh, Derek Wolf. And we'll be back on the other side. So tell me, uh, obviously free agency didn't quite go as you had hoped when you got, 
as far as what your expectations were uh, when you got into it. Now, you know, just on the record, now that you can talk about it, why do you think, uh, you know, you're, you're taking the, I, I, I take it another one-year pr- prove-it deal and try to do this again next year? Yeah, just do it again next year. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What do you think happened? Uh, I think that the coronavirus happened, mm-hmm. and you can't get guys in for physicals, and mm-hmm. you can't meet guys. And I think I dislocated my elbow, and yeah. you know, that scares people. So yeah, but I think I posted a video that showed that it's fine. You know, so I think that helped. By the way, I think it did too. Uh, I had heard that uh, that the Ravens mentioned it as they were. Uh, putting this deal together, uh, whip for you. So, um, so it, it, uh, what, what about the Broncos then? Obviously is it bittersweet leaving here after eight years? Um, and, and, and a lot of, you know, the first half was very successful and the second half individually was successful, but on the field, uh, the wins and losses weren't quite there. Yeah. It's been a rough four years, you know, just, you know, not winning, but you know, I'm so grateful for the eight years that the that I had in this city, and I'm glad that you know I'm thankful for the opportunity that John Elwood gave me. Uh, you know, coming out as a rookie, mm-hmm. you know, drafting me and giving me that opportunity to to be a part of a team that you know, like we had for four years, and then you know, four years of not so great, but you know, I still I have friendships that I created in that locker room. I met my wife. You know, so many things have happened, and, and you know, I became a man in this city. So. This is this is where I'm going to live for the rest of my life. You know, I get to go temporarily live somewhere else for a couple of years, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. The uh, what do you know about the the Ravens? Uh, uh, besides the fact that they have arguably they have one of the two most exciting players in football in uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, well, I think that you know they're going to score a lot of points, give us a good chance to get off to the quarterback. Uh, you know, they got Clay's camp. Like, look at the secondary they have, too. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just a a great opportunity for me, man. So step in there, go make some plays, and uh, try to win another Super Bowl. That's really that's really what I was looking to do in this free agency was get on a team that was going to contend, you know, because I had a feeling that the, the Broncos were kind of done and wanted to move on from me. So um, I was ready to try to find a team that was wanting to compete for Super Bowls again, and I found one. What do you think of the team as uh, as you leave the Broncos as you leave? Do they? Does it seem like they're making the move up? Uh, you flourished uh, in Vic Fangio's system last year. Well, yeah, I think they got uh, Jarrell Casey. You know, who's gonna he's gonna ball in that defense. You know, he's gonna he's gonna make a ton of plays. So that was a really good pickup by by Elway. That was a great move. So I think that I have I have no hard feelings against the team. You know, I, I wish them nothing but the best. And I really, I hope they, I hope they get it turned around. I hope they, they do make it to the playoffs, and I hope we get to play against them in the playoffs. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be. Are the, are the, I don't, without looking, are the Ravens on the schedule? I know the Broncos played them last year, so probably not. I don't think so. I haven't looked. Okay, but uh, playing with Lamar Jackson versus playing against Patrick Mahomes twice a year, uh, you, you'll take those odds every day. <laughs> Yeah. Every day. Yeah. How about that, Mahomes? Huh? He is uh, uh, going against him the last couple of years. What can you say? Uh, the real deal, huh? I mean, I'm glad I have to play against him twice a year now. That's 
because it was just a huge pain in the ass. You could never, you, you, you never, you, you get a lean on him and they'd still come find a way to come back. It's just, you know, he's a, his, they, come, they have a, such a good team all around, though, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they have a really good all around team. So, yeah. You know, I'm excited to be a part of a, another team that's, that's looking just like that, you know? You know, it fell short last year, but you know, I think they're, they're ripe for the pick. They're ripe to come in and pick up a nice championship. All right, welcome back to our final segment of Clissa's Mic Drop. Uh, again, we thank uh, Philip Lindsay, uh, we thank Shelby Harris, and we thank Derek Wolf for uh, spending so much time with us uh, here on our uh, podcast, our post-free agent edition. And the Broncos, for the most part, by and large, are done. Um, you know, they may re-sign uh, um, or, or have a small signing he did with Jeremiah Atachu, really a small signing uh, financially anyway with Shelby Harris and then also with the punter Sam Martin. So uh, the Broncos have done a good job filling in some holes and doing what they thought were upgrading at others. Uh, the three people that are still under contract that were uh, basically starters for the Broncos last year, Colby Wadman, the punter, tight end and Philip Lindsay, the running back, the Broncos replaced them in starting roles. Uh, Gordon running back, Nick Fennette, basically the one B in line blocking tight end opposite Noah Fant. And then Sam Martin will replace uh, Colby Wadman at some point at punt. Uh, like uh, it's a shame in a way uh, uh, for sure. will stay. Don't think higher will stay. And uh, uh, you know, uh, Wadman, who I believed in, I think you got to be patient with young punters, uh, but um, it's, it's not looking good for Colby Wadman. Uh, even though they're going to have extra roster spots, uh, 55 uh, instead of 53 at times this year, and the active will go from 46 to 48, they are not going to use those spots to carry punters or an extra placeholder. <laughs> so uh, anyway, the uh, Broncos made some moves. They uh, re-fortified their line. Uh, they re Now up ahead, you've got the draft. And uh, we put out a, a, my mystery mockster and I put out uh, our new mock draft for the Broncos. Uh, that's on 9news.com. You can take a look at that. Uh, our My mystery mockster has Henry Ruggs, the speedy receiver from Alabama with that number one pick. Uh, Jalen Johnson is the second round selection, a cornerback from uh, Utah. And then uh, you got some centers in there. Uh, uh, you've got uh, offensive tackle in there. So uh, uh, take a look at the uh, mock draft um, for the Broncos here on 9news.com. Uh, it's, it's, I tell you what, uh, the Broncos, Matt Russell and John Elway would do good to take a look at that and see what, uh, just see what uh, we thought uh, the Broncos should do um, with that. So um, let's see if I can go through that mock draft for you. Uh, number 15, Henry Ruggs III, the speedy, the fastest guy in this draft. And he would be an ideal complement to Cortland Sutton, uh, the receiver out of Alabama. Then you got Jalen Johnson, the cornerback 
from Utah, second round, number 46 overall. There are three uh, picks in the uh, third round. Uh, with the first of the third rounders, Mystery Moxter takes Ezra Cleveland, left tackle from Boise State. Kind of like Ryan Clady with his uh, good agility, good pass protection, not real strong in the run game. Matt Hennessy, center from Temple, is the second uh, pick. You know, with Connor McGovern leaving, uh, Austin Schlopman and Patrick Morris will fight out for the center position. But in case they're not truly sold on those guys, Matt Hennessy, center from Temple, uh, is a selection. Then the final third-round pick is Logan Wilson, inside linebacker from Wyoming. Browns tried to get uh, Christian Kirksey uh, in free agency out of Cleveland. Uh, he wound up uh, – uh, uh, where did he go? Uh, he wound up signing with Green Bay. Uh, fourth round, Aliki Fotu, defensive tackle from uh, Utah. He would make some sense. Uh, again, def a defensive tackle can play defensive end in Fangio's 3-4 system. Geno Stone, strong safety from Iowa. Mystery Moxter uh, loves uh, players from Iowa in the fifth round. Uh, you got to get a replacement. Trey Marshall right now is the third safety. Need a replacement for Will Parks, uh, who is also a fine special teamer for the Broncos in his first couple of years, now playing for the Eagles. In the sixth round, John Hightower, a speedy receiver for Boise State. If it's a deep receiver class, go ahead and take another good one uh, later. And then in the seventh round, uh, locals might be interested in this. A quarterback, Nat Stanley out of Iowa, or Steven Montez of Colorado. Uh, Montez, with all the skills, has to mature. Uh, tight end, Jared uh, from Vanderbilt. Those are the picks. Do think the Broncos are going to move up, move, you know, either move back in the first round or move up with those third round picks. All those third round picks they got in the third round, they need to get an ex. They need to get a second pick in that second round. That's where they've really. And that's it for uh, our, our podcast, our latest version of uh, uh, Clissa's mic drop. We hope you enjoyed our interviews with Philip Lindsay, with Shelby Harris, and with outgoing Bronco Derek uh, Wolf, gone but not forgotten. Wolf says he's going to uh, continue to live here in the Denver area. So. Uh, a good podcast. A lot happened with the Broncos. Elway busy once again. And now uh, we look forward to the draft. We will do another one of these podcasts uh, as we get closer to the draft. So thanks for listening to everyone. Uh, and we'll talk to you next time.